from up top. One mil, bitch. Legendary spitter from up top. Look, bitch, I'm legendary spitter from up top. It's me, man. Le- le- legendary spitter from up top. Legendary spitter from up top. Bitch, I'm legendary spitter from up top. Legendary spitter from up top. Legendary spitter from up top. University Court 173. Legendary spitter. Bitch, that's me. Up top on the court, number bad hoes. We were rocking Reebok and Jabos. Daddy was the bird man, like Louise. Me and my cash bunny brothers, free BGs. Big boy dice game, a thousand a bit. Boosters used to be boutiques. I shot with Shaman. Shut your ass up, B. It's the BTSC 365 podcast. You rockin' with your boy B. Hey, you know what it is. You rockin' with your boy B. And it's the BTSC 365 podcast. The BTSE 365 podcast. It's your boy B. What's cracking? What's cracking? What's cracking? <laughs> hey, yo, what he do? It's the BTSE 365 podcast. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Wherever you tuning in, however you tuning in, you did, um, man. It's the week leading up to a holiday that people celebrate called Thanksgiving. And uh, I don't necessarily celebrate Thanksgiving, you know. Not really into the pagan holidays. The only holidays I celebrate are my birthday and other people's birthdays, you know, friends of mine or whatnot, family. And Labor Day. I fuck with Labor Day, for real. But Thanksgiving, Christmas, y'all can have it. I'll explain all that at a later time. But hey, for those who do celebrate, hey, you good. Finna eat good, uh, sleep good, do some shopping, I'm sure. If you're gonna shop though, make sure if you listen to this podcast and you haven't already, shop with your boy. Uh, I might not celebrate Thanksgiving, but I shall take advantage of the season. <laughs> so uh, the link will be attached. But if you're listening, you can contact me through my DM on a at BTSE underscore 365, or you can go to the website, BTSE365.BigCartel.com. That's BTSE365.BIGCARTEL.com. And purchase you a hoodie. It's hoodie season. Shop with your boy. Still got the sale going on. So, yeah, had to go and get that plug out there real quick. But I won't hold y'all too much longer. I got to hop right into things because uh, the last week in sports been wild, to say the least. Uh, on the court and off the court, on the field and off the field. So, first thing I want to talk about is some NBA talk, man. Uh, Paul George, you know what I'm saying? Him and Kawhi Leonard, they finally back on the floor together. They got two wins together on the floor together. Now they, they squeaked one out against Houston the other night, and boy... Look, that that damn James Harden, man, do the cheat code for real when it comes to offense. Like, the man just, the man just got it, got a knack to score the ball. I hadn't, I'm not going as far as everybody else, saying you know he the, 
he the best offensive player ever, but damn it, man. Like, dude, dude, a real deal, like, cheat code. Like, for real, he a real cheat code, man. He he can't help himself. He out here just dropping 40 casually. Just just 39, 40 casually. Now, they beat the Rockets without Kawhi. Um, but uh, <laughs> with Kawhi, um, they took that L. The Clippers scored 42 points in the, in the fourth quarter. Like, that's a big-ass fourth quarter, y'all. And, and it's, it's like, what do you do? Like, what do you do to stop that? Like, how do you stop those two guys out there, especially when they clicking? And then if they off, Lou Williams come out there and do his thing. Like, it's, it's wild, man. Westbrook and Harden did all they could do, though, but... Harden, man, I mean, Westbrook, man, his his free throws off, his jumper terrible right now. He's like 22% from the line. Like, I mean, from from the field, from the three, excuse me. It, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Speaking of Westbrook, his brother, his younger brother, got kicked out of Staples Center Friday night because he didn't get into it with Montrez Harrell and damn near rushed the court. No, nah, not damn near. I'm sorry. He rushed the court. Um, don't know what happened. Um, but yeah. So that was that was that was that was kind of hmm. Uh, that was that was wild. Like you can't. You can't be out here rushing the court, my guy. Like that's not that's that's, the, that's not cool. You can get your ass whooped out there. Okay, if you are Westbrook brother, like so, <laughs> motherfuckers don't know that. Be like, hey, who's this, who this dude on the court, man? Whoop his ass real quick. But yeah, that was that was a that was a good game. That was a real good game. Harden dropped thirty seven that night. Thirty seven to twelve. He only took sixteen shots, but he took eighteen free throws. Westbrook was three for seven from the free throw line. Nine for twenty-two in the game, like six turnovers. That's 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 not good. He was minus six on the floor. You know what I'm saying? Like it, you can't, you just can't have that kind of play like that inconsistency. He was missing wide open layups and stuff. Like, damn, get it, get it together, bro. Get it together now. Get it together. And we're gonna talk about this other team in LA. I know I'm bogus for calling them the other team in L.A., but, you know, it's the team in L.A. Until the Clippers can win at least two, three, four, five championships, then we go, the Clippers still the other team in L.A., but we're going to talk about the big team, the big fish out in L.A., those Lakers, man. LeBron James, he been cutting the shine this year, man. Like, that's the only way I can put it. He been, he been cutting up out there, man. He been cutting up. He put up another triple-double against... Who we have a, a, a triple double against the Thunder? I want to say it was the Thunder. So now he got a triple double against every team in the NBA. Like during his career, he got a triple double against every team in the NBA. The, he ain't he ain't the greatest of all time, y'all. But he is the greatest of his era, and I will say that he is a top ten player of all time. You know, what I'm saying? like like top five, top ten. He 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 up there. I just it's hard for me. <clears throat> excuse me. To give a player 
the 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 number one all time player type thing in any sport really. It's just hard because it's a team sport. So it's like, how can you? But is he the greatest asset ever? The greatest weapon ever in the, in the game? I will say he's the greatest weapon. It's close between him and Shaq as far as like greatest weapon. Like, I y'all got all these other players. You might have a king. You might have like Shaq, Kareem, and and LeBron as far as just weapons. Like, I got a LeBron James. <laughs> he can do this, 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 and this. Well, I got a Shaq. He can do, like, this. that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Even though the refs helped them get a win against uh, the Grizzlies in Memphis the other night. I don't care what nobody say. I was watching some of the, 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 the game, and, yeah, they, they was cheating. They were bullshitting. Because John Morant was cutting up again. And they was in Memphis. That's what's sad about it. They was in Memphis. And, the light, and first of all, the Grizzlies court, fresh as hell. Like, that throwback court they unveiled for the Vancouver Grizzlies, that giant fresh as hell. And LeBron was hot because somebody interrupted his nap with a with a concert. He was like, man, it's cold out here. <laughs> they ain't, ain't nobody even out here, brother. It's cold. All right, I see what y'all trying to do. I see what you're trying to do. But John Morant cut up, cut up. Cut up bad, as my cousin would say. He cut up bad out there. Like, I mean, LeBron cut up, too. He had 30 points, six rebounds, and four assists. And any t- he had five turnovers. But he was plus seven out there. His plus minus was plus seven. Anthony Davis, he had a regular night. Seven for 14, you know, 22, four and three. It wasn't, it wasn't too spectacular. And, and John Morant do what John Morant do. 26 points, 6 assists. 10 for 16 from the floor. What them turnovers look like? 5 turnovers. Ugh, he was minus 5 on the floor. So, got to tighten up those turnovers, man. But he, he doing his thing, man. Like, if you watch the games, if you watch the games, he, he probably only averaging 20-some minutes, 27 minutes, 25 minutes a game right now. I think that'll increase as the season goes along. I don't even. I promise you, I don't even know who the coach is for the like. I mean, for the for the Grizzlies. I don't. I don't. But I believe the plan for the coach right now is to play Ja a little bit at a time. You know, keep. You know, as a game by game situation, increase his minutes. But after Christmas, you know, his minutes may start to increase because his. You know, what I'm saying he ain't used to the pace of this game yet. He only, you know, he didn't play, what, they they 5 and 10 now, so there's 15 games. That's half of the season of a college season. So he halfway through how many games he didn't play in college last year, and we ain't even halfway through the NBA season. So you got to pace yourself. It's all about your breathing. Shout out to Nipsey. Um, but the the Grizzlies, man, they on the, the right track. I like, I like their trajectory. They on the right track as long as – they can stay healthy, stay consistent. They'll be all right. They ain't making no playoffs. I mean, just like my team over there in Portland. Man, man. man I love my Trailblazers, man. But this this year, I don't know what's off, what didn't happen. But they just off. They just lost to the Cleveland Cavaliers, man. Like, damn it, man. Cleveland? The, the sad part about it is I can't even go Cleveland like that because they're – we only had one more win in them going to the game, and 
They beat us. We done signed Carmelo Anthony. Shout out to Melo. Glad he back. Glad he playing for my team. But this this got to stop, man. Like, we can't keep losing like this. Our defense been shabby as hell. Um, we 5-12. and 12. We seven games under 500 in the West. That's just not going to cut it, man. It's just not going to cut it. Like, Melo played 35 minutes. He was 11 points. He was 5 for 15. He was 0 for 8 from 3. No turnovers. Plus 2. Lillard, man, 37 minutes coming off back spasms. 23 points, 8 assists, 8 rebounds, 7 for 20. McCullum went better, 8 for 19. Like, man. Now, I'm going to tell you who's been shocking me from Portland, though. Scott LeBissier. Oh, yeah, he... He been he been, he was doing his thing against the Bucks. He, he, he played decent last night against the Cavs. Played 18 minutes. He was four for five from the field. He had no blocks though. That's that's his thing right there. He he get blocks and rebounds. He had but two rebounds and no blocks. I don't like that. When and Simons he four for six. Like we 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 got an eye squad. I think is is. Taking them more time to jail than we thought it would. Then you insert Carmelo Anthony, and we ain't got no size, man. Like right now, uh, what's my boy name? Uh, damn, I can't even think of my boy name from that came from Miami. A son Whiteside, yeah, him. He ain't he ain't out there right now. He hurt, Nurkic hurt. Hell, Pal Gasol had to retire and become a coach. Then we got Anthony Tolliver, man. Like, I'm sorry, bro, but I ain't never heard of any team being good with Anthony Tolliver playing 30 minutes a game. Like, I don't – who is the boy? I don't know the boy. You know what I'm saying? We got Anthony Tolliver playing 30 fucking minutes. Man, get rid of Anthony Tolliver's ass, man. Get rid of him. Get rid of him. Rodney Hood be more aggressive. He was 5 for 8. He had 5 rebounds in 36 minutes. Shoot some more. Melo took 15 shots. You going to let Melo come in here and take your shine? You better score the ball and quit playing. With your shake ass. Man. Garbage ass, man. This, this don't make no sense, bro. Like, like well, who, who was killing Man, Tristan Thompson had 25 and 9. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. They The boards, man, we had no size. This Cody Osman, Kobe Osman, 12 rebounds. Larry Nance Jr., 12 rebounds. 11 and 12. You know what I'm saying? Look, Colin Sexton went off for 19. Jordan Clarkson had 28 points off the bench. Man, get the fuck out of here, man. Our defense. Our defense. Our defense is lacking, man. Lacking. 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 76ers dubbed Miami last night. Talking about beat the brakes off them folks. They gave up 13 points in the first quarter. 13 in the first quarter. You ain't going to win like that. Yeah, when the other team scoring 20 plus every quarter. Yeah, that's a that's a, that's that's pretty much a you know that's a wash, that's a wash, that's a wash. But the Heat playing good, they eleven and four. Like Tyler Hero giving John Moran a run for his money for this rookie of the year thing, but that boy ain't got it. He, he ain't gonna get that. 
He ain't gonna get that. I hope he don't get it. I hope he don't get it. <laughs> I hope he don't get it. Then you got the Raptors. They still rolling. They beat the Hawks by three. The Hawks four and twelve. But when I watch the Hawks play, they don't play like a four and twelve team. You know what I'm saying? They 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 look like a better team than four and twelve when I watch them play. But these goddamn Raptors. Sheesh. Look, Fred, twenty-five and nine. Siakam, thirty-four points, two blocks, a steal. Look, uh, look, Norman Powell, twenty points. Like they out here playing. Nobody had double-digit rebounds though. Nobody. The most rebounds was uh, Boucher, eight rebounds, thirteen and eight, seven and nine. They gonna have to be more consistent, man. They gonna have to, they gonna have to do their thing. Trey Young had a triple double, thirty points, ten rebounds, ten assists. If they play my boy Vince Carter more, he ain't played but nineteen minutes. He need to be playing more than who is this? Fernando? I don't care if he is forty one, forty two. He need to be playing more. He had a couple blocks, four rebounds. Give him twenty four minutes like you do Alan Crabb, Cyrus. Well, let me not call him Cyrus. He was five for six from the field. He had a steal. He's still garbage as hell. We, that's why we traded him. Man. But I digress. You know, let's, let's talk about, you know, the 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 uh, uh, MVP candidate at the moment, um, Mr. Luka Doncic. That boy there, that boy good. That boy good. Like, he had, what, 30 in the first half, 25 in the first quarter, something like that. It was a stupid stat. Like, like. He only played 28 minutes. He had 30 points in 28 minutes against the Cavs the other night, Friday night. 30 points, 7 rebounds, and 14 assists. 11 for 18 from the floor. 4 for 4 from the free throw line. Only two only two turnovers. He had a plus minus of 21. Plus 21. But shit, Porzingis had a plus 23. Like, they beat the shit out the Cavs the other night, man. My boy Justin Jackson even came off the bench for 23 minutes and dropped 19 points and 6 rebounds. Like, it was one of those nights where wasn't nobody missing. Everybody's shining. Everybody's shining. So, hey, Luca, Luca, man, look. The man had a triple-double. I think he got like five triple-doubles this year. He a walking bucket. He's 6'7". He can shoot. He can rebound. He can assist. I mean, he, his defense, yeah. Yeah, you know, got to get a little bit better right now. Got to get a little bit better right now. But he got a 40-point triple-double this year. <laughs> he got a 40-point triple-double. The boy been out here doing his goddamn thing, and I can't even stunt. I didn't see it. You know what I'm saying? My homeboy, one of my brothers, he was like, man, Luca gonna be good, man. He was telling me this like right before the draft, right before he got drafted last year, and I was like, "Bruh, I always when it comes to foreign players, overseas European uh, players, I just be like, I can't watch their highlights and just know they gonna be good. Even though watching his highlights from over there, you could tell he had that sauce. You could tell he was out here watching and one mixtapes when he was a little boy or something like you can tell he he knew a little something about the game and how to play with the brother man over here I, you could tell that now but still when you're going against them them other dudes over there it's different than when you're going against 
these cats over here. But when I seen him, I was like, yeah, he got it. He got it. He got the juice. Got the juice and the sauce. And if 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 the Mavericks can keep this up, I mean, sky's the limit. Sky's the they were ten and five in the West. So I mean they in the playoffs for sure at this point. But, you know, it's tight. It's tight out there. So we're gonna see. You know, we're gonna we gonna we gonna see what the business is, what the what the lick read, as they say. We're going to see what the lick read. <laughs> but, man, look. I'm going to get right back to y'all. I got to take a short break. Pay a couple of these bills, you feel me? When I come back, I got to talk about something that everybody been talking about in the sports world. That uh, It's, it's, it's a touchy subject for some, but not for big. Big don't care. I, I tackle this shit. So, Got to come back, talk to y'all about this whole Miles Garrett and, and Mason Rudolph situation again. And, uh, cause you know, Miles Garrett said the boy called him a racial slur. Huh. Interesting. We'll be back. We're going to dive into it, man. You know what I'm saying? It's the BTSE 365 podcast. What's up, world? Hey, it's your boy, Big. And I just came here to tell you about the newest neighborhood convenient dollar store is providing you various brands and products for your everyday living. It's Dollar City, Antioch, Tennessee. Where your dollar goes a long way. Nothing's over $10. You can contact them at 615-679-9175-833 Hamilton Crossing, Antioch, Tennessee. So, look. Last week, last Thursday, you know, not even, it's been about 10 days, 11 days ago now. Miles Garrett smacked the shit out of Mason Rudolph with a helmet. Hold on, y'all. I got to sip my yak. Hold on. My bad. <laughs> Thank you. Excuse me. But Miles Garrett slapped the shit out of Mason Rudolph with a helmet. And he had people all over TV. You know, some people were like, you know, hey, it's the heat of battle. It's, it's justified. It ain't justified. But, you know, hey, suspend him for a few games. Let it be. You got other coons. I mean, other people on TV like uh, Booger McFarlane and somebody else raised the question. Oh, well, raised the, the point that he should be charged with a crime. Like, get the fuck out of here, bro. But then you had those who initially, when it happened, said, maybe Mason Rudolph said something. Could he have said, you know, the magic words to to get somebody to react like that? And Mason Rudolph, lawyer, came out and vehemently denied that Rudolph called him any type of racial slur. His, His lawyer, which, you know, that's what lawyers do. They defend their clients until their client ain't paying them no more. Um, then you have Mason, I mean, not, excuse me, you got Miles Garrett who says in his appeal hearing, which is supposed to be, you know, a private matter behind closed doors, sealed, whatever, that he was called a racial slur, which is why he reacted the way he reacted. Now, some people, Demo, <clears throat> excuse me, and others are saying, hey, you know, he, he took too long. He, it took him a week to say it, but everybody ain't 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 the same person. Like that's that's one thing about people. We gotta start understanding that everybody ain't you. Once you realize that your uniqueness is what makes you you, then you will, you know the world will be a better place. That's all I'm saying. Like 
I may have done something different. I may have reacted different. Somebody else is going to react different. And another person is going to react different. That's just the way of the world. Everybody ain't going to do what you want to do, how you want to do it, because that's how you would have done it. This ain't that. We all are different people. So, no, he didn't mention it to a teammate. No, he didn't mention it to a coach. He said he was going to handle it out, handle it through the process. Everybody doesn't want to play things through the media. Contrary to what a lot of people believe, everybody doesn't like playing to the media. That's not what everybody wants to do. So, yeah, for sure. If it was me, oh, man, he called me a monkey. He called me a coon. He called me a nigga. He called me a spook. He called me this. He called me that. Like, whatever it was, yeah, for sure. I probably would have been in the locker room after the game. Like, you asked, you asked that white boy because that's how I would have been talking. I'm just calling it. I'm just telling you. I'm telling you. Hey, look, you ask that white boy what he said to me. The reason why I pulled him up off the ground like that. The reason why I smacked him upside the head when he started rushing. You ask him what he said. Then, you know, we had that conversation. But he's not me. So there. And people are like, well, it could have been somebody that heard him and they would speak up his teammates. But you think his teammates going to really snitch on him? Yeah, he called him a, whatever he called him. Get the fuck out of here. No. No, they not. Nope. And then to say that, well, somebody around heard it. If you look at those steel shots, the closest person to him was somebody who was who was nipped over a little bit, trying to pull him up. But if you in closed quarters, I don't know how many of y'all ever been in scuffles or fights or whatever or anything like that. But if you down there on the ground like that and... and Mason Rudolph was kind of on top of him. He had to leverage it first. So he got his hand in his helmet and twisting and all that. And he, you know, he could be talking shit at any point. Call you, nigga, get up, nigga. You know, whatever. Fuck you, nigga, bitch, come, whatever. He could have been saying all of that right there in close quarters. When you face to face, mask to face, mask hit. Like, bro, he could have said that and nobody heard. Ain't no mic on all the players. Nobody would have heard it. So... Boom. As soon as he say that, then you see how Miles Garrett say, oh, okay, he flipped the script, and he just started yanking that man up by his helmet. Like, yeah, you know, you want to talk that shit? You want to kick me in my nut? Here you go. I got you. And he yanking him up. And then you saw him call him a bitch. That's common, though. That's going to happen. That's going to happen. <laughs> that, that, let me just put that out there. That, that, that's going to happen. That's going to happen. But to say that it didn't happen because it took a week, that's that's... That's, that's kind of, I think that's weak for people to say that. I, and I've said this before. I liken it to when a woman, a female, has been sexually assaulted, molested, or raped, or whatever. And it might take her weeks, months, years to even say anything, if she ever say anything. Now, I know this ain't as extreme. So, if you're listening, I'm not comparing being called a racial slur to being you know, molested, raped, assaulted, or anything like that. I'm just comparing the the timeline in which somebody will report something. Like, you know, that's just, I mean, that's just how it is. You can't say that she it didn't happen to her because it took her a while, even though people have been been guilty of saying that and doing that. Like, man, oh, it took her too long. Why now? You know what I'm saying? That type of stuff. Especially when it comes to athletes. But, <clears throat> excuse me, I digress. 
I'm with Miles Garrett on this. It's unfortunate that his suspension was upheld, but hey, Miles Garrett suspended indefinitely. Uh, gonna have to get try to get his job back after the league year over with or whatever. Um, Mason Rudolph has denied it. Well, his lawyer denied it. Of course, he's gonna deny it. It's a classic case of he said, he said. Um, excuse me. The, the NFL did increase his fine to fifty thousand dollars from thirty-five thousand dollars, which is a big hit for him because he on a what, third round rookie contract. So you know, he lose some money. It's it's unfortunate, man. Like and 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 man, let me say this for for, for these folks shucking and jiving on TV. Stephen A. Smith, Jason Whitlock, y'all need to stop your shit, man. Y'all just got to stop this. Like, just quit that. Quit that, man. Like, for real. Y'all y'all out here making it hard on bro. And I'm going to get to that in a minute, man. Look, y'all, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Y'all need to quit that, man. For real. Like, y'all out here. Y'all really out here. <clears throat> excuse me. Doing the man's bidding. Because y'all are employees, right? That's what this is. They employees. One work for Fox. One work for Disney. ESPN. And they just out here spewing. Man, I'm not even going to talk. So, I'm about to play a clip that's about a minute and a half, two minutes long of Jason Whitlock's reaction and his counterpart, Marcellus Wiley's reaction to Miles Garrett, you know, saying what he said about Mason Rudolph and, and the whole slur. Hold on one sec. Let me, let me, let me get that for you. Hmm. Are we buying Miles Garrett here that Mason Rudolph provoked this with a racial slur? I certainly am not buying it. Uh, I'm disappointed uh, that Miles Garrett has gone this route. It doesn't surprise me. Uh, there was an ESPN reporter, Josina Anderson, who started this on Twitter the night that it happened, almost instantly, saying, oh, I, I would guarantee that uh, Miles Garrett's going to say that a racial slur was used, and voila, here we are a week later, and Josina Anderson is reporting that Miles Garrett at his deal uh, used a racial slur. Uh, this is the new standard for bad behavior. You do something wrong, you don't own it, you, you play the race card. Uh, Miles Garrett is, is, is a joke to me, and this, this story is a joke to me. I just don't buy it. I'm buying it, and I'm paying all cash, no credit card, uh, no layaway. Um, Josina Anderson and Adam Schefter reported this in case we want to narrow that focus just on Josina and her initial reactions, Adam Schefter as well. Now, the reports makes you look at this situation only two ways. Do you believe Miles Garrett or do you believe what everything else is about this situation outside of what Miles Garrett is implying, what he's actually stating? And I will believe Miles Garrett because... I don't have a reason not to believe Miles Garrett, but I have more than enough reasons to, to not believe in Mason Rudolph. Starting with one, yesterday in his scripted six days later press conference that didn't show full contrition, that he actually went out there and, quote, said, I didn't escalate the situation. Oh, my eyes are lying. My eyes deceive me. Two, Watching the film of the exact moment that all of this started, he's never taken full responsibility for any of those actions. But he has certainly allowed himself to take all of 
the response of his victimhood once he got hit. Now, he was not slammed to the turf. His head hit the turf. Incidentally, how does any of this say he used a racial slur? Huh? How does any of what you're saying say he because used a racial slur? Because now none of us has been at the bottom of a pile when this has happened. So now before they, you know, we, we, I'm going to cut it off right there. I'm going to cut it off right there. Two things. I'd have been hard on Marcellus before because of some stuff he didn't said about capping his, his, his girl. But on this instance, I got I to gotta, I gotta call a spade a spade. He ain't, he ain't, he ain't bucking. You know, you hear, oh boy, oh, I'm disappointed. He's a clown or a joke or whatever. Like, come on, bro. Who are we? Like, it's, <clears throat> excuse me, shout out to my boy Dub, C-Dub. Uh, it's a classic case of the white dude getting the benefit of the doubt and being fa- and, and being innocent and the, and the black man having to prove the white man's guilt. Like, it's a classic case of that. <clears throat> Excuse me, let me hit this yak one more time. It's a classic case of it. Like, so, so, so classic. Like, damn, we here still, of course we are. Like, man, how you? How does that prove he did anything? Like, you hear what I'm saying? Well, how does that prove he used a racial slur? Because he was the aggressor? Because he was lying? Because it took him six days? Because, see, people will say, well, Miles Garrett took... A week to to make his complaint when he was in the appeals thing. Okay, Mason Rudolph took the same amount of time almost to come out and read off a piece of paper and say whatever he said and deny it, you know, whatever. But, but you know, people won't say that, though. People ain't saying that. And you got these folks up here on TV with the microphone, as I continue to say, the person with the microphone is the loudest and most important person in the room because they say whatever they say and people are listening and digesting that. And you got to be careful. You just have to be careful with that. You got to be careful with that. That's, that's so important, especially for the, for, the, for the black people out here. It's so important. When you putting these messages out there, what are you saying and what are the people hearing when they when you say this? Because not everybody is educated enough to think for themselves, unfortunately. That's the reality we live in. A lot of people form their opinions based on what they hear and based on what they see from somebody else. Not everybody, you know, thinking for themselves. It's an unfortunate thing, but it's the truth. It's the truth. Now, we're going to move on to the other Sambo that's been on TV, who's been getting called out for his his Samboism, uh, his his unfortunate Samboism. Now, the next clip I'm about to play is from uh, Stephen Smith's show. I, I, I got to quit calling him Stephen A., but Stephen Smith's show, where he brought on Hall of Famer Terrell Owens, you know, who ain't never been afraid to speak his mind ever in his life. He, he once insinuated that his quarterback was gay at a time where, you know, people were saying stuff like that. And it was like, whoa, I can't believe it. <laughs> Damn, for real? Like, he ain't never been one to bite his tongue. He told you. My grandmama told me to tell the truth at all times. So he tells the truth. So here go a clip from that show. Hold on one second. Let me get that for you Full workout to see the full Colin Kaepernick. Again, you, you mentioned obviously Max is going to get in here. And like I said, I'm in the streets. Max almost seems blacker than you, Stephen A. <laughs> with 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 what time he out. with with he's time coming, time you know, out. with his commentary. Time, 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 with all due respect, my brother. You <laughs> I'm just you, saying, you, dog. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm just I'm a, saying. I'm gonna check you right now. You don't cross. I'm the line. I'm just saying. Time, time, time. Wait a minute. You don't cross the line. First of all, 
like I said, you, Colin Kaepernick, <laughs> Eric Reed, any of y'all that want to debate me in front of black people and talk about what's best for black people, name the time and place, I'll show up. I don't want to hear, what's the definition of blackness? Is there a definitive definition of blackness? Why are you giving the impression that because I don't march lockstep with every single thing that Colin Kaepernick wants. Okay, excuse me. Hold on. Wait, wait a minute. I'm not agreeing. Wait a minute. I'm not agreeing with everything that Colin Kaepernick has I, done. I, I'm not saying that, but you said, but okay. you just sat up there and used an expression, more blacker. Excuse me. I'm from Hollis, Queens, New York City. More black. You ain't the. You ain't the only. You ain't the only. <laughs> hey, this is forever gonna live in infamy. On sports television, like when you go back five, ten years from now and just think about this, like Terrell Owens got on on ESPN national television and, and pulled Stephen A. Smith black card. I'm sorry, Stephen Smith's black card. Like he told that man that Max Kellerman seemed more black than him. And and what was the funniest part? Because it ain't I ain't got the I got video to it. You can go on my IG. But the funniest part was when Stephen A. heard it and his reaction. <laughs> his nostrils flared up. He kind of shrugged his shoulders a little bit. Like he, he rose up a little bit. Like hold on, what? Hold on, hold on. No, no. With all due respect, my brother. Now in street terms, he was like, I don't know who the fuck you talking to. I don't know who my nigga. I don't know who the fuck you talking to, but we can square up. We can jack about this now. Them fighting words, like you know, say this white boy blacker than me. Oh man, oh man, you ain't gonna hold me to yo. Not on my show. Like that's how you was really like. If they wasn't at the workplace. <laughs> I think Stephen A. Smith would have wanted his, his 15 seconds with, with T.O., 20 seconds, whatever it is, 30 seconds. He would have wanted his one-on-one -on -one with T.O. Now, a lot of people on social media like, man, he can't go at that man like that on national TV. You know, black man calling another black man blackness and all that. You know, he pulling his black card. That's not good for the for the, for the the people. But, hell, what, what Stephen Smith did ain't good for the people either. You know, you got people like him and Jason Whitlock who, who go out of their way. It's funny because Stephen A. Smith put that video out on Twitter, right? He doesn't want to play. He wants to be a martyr. And my big homie, he mentioned this to me. He was like, when you hear the word martyr, most of the time, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's towards some extremist, like a, an extremist out here, a martyr for the cause and ready to die, you know. That ain't, you know, for, for colonists, you know, it might be somebody who wants to set an example. He wants to, you know, be a man of the people. He wants to be an activist. Cool, you can say that, but a martyr? Kind of strong. Secondly, bruh, you, you started this. You put yourself out here like this to allow Max Kellerman to keep defending Colin Kaepernick and you the one up there shucking and jiving because you didn't got your new contract and the NFL and ESPN they got, you know, business ties. They got business ties. And your money tied to that business, too. I'm sure. You talk a lot of basketball, but you talk a lot of football, too. So, I'm just saying, bro, you, you can't be mad. And then there's a, it's like he said what he said, that Jason Whitlock was at the crib eating a bowl of cereal and some and some, some Cheetos and, and go say, oh, shit, that's what Stephen A. Smith said. Let me go on TV 
and one-up him. I want to out-sambo Stephen Smith. That's what I got to do. I got to out-sambo him. They, they, they in a competition. I get it. They, they text him like, yeah, you see what I did today? Don't worry about it. I'm going to outdo you tomorrow or later today on my show. You know, the, the the first take show, the ESPN show, is on New York time. The the the, 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 the Fox show is on Cali time. So it's like, oh, you did this. Well, guess what? I'm going to do this. <laughs> I'm going to out-sambo you every chance I get, Steven Smith. That's what Jason Whitlock say. I'm going to out-sambo you. And he doing it. He doing it. So, man, you know, I, I people got to... Got to realize one thing for sure. These cats getting paid by somebody. They got an agenda. You know, they have an agenda. They got a narrative that they want to continue putting out there. So you got to learn to think for yourself. You can listen to people like that. You can you can watch the shows for your entertainment purposes. But just listen to them and, and, and see how they act and see what they do. And then how he came at Joe Cena Anderson. Jason Shitlock. How he came. You know, Joe Cena Anderson report. Like, bro, you got a black mom. Probably ain't got no black woman. But, you know, because he ain't got no sauce. He ain't got no type of sauce. He ain't got no juice. He ain't got no juice. You know what I'm saying? Nobody trying to fuck with him. He ain't got no juice. But you eat. And Joe Cena Anderson come out and report that I bet it's a racial slur that was used. And then guess what? There was a, there was one used. But you see how Whitlock said, hold on. I mean, not Whitlock, but uh, Marcellus was like, hold on now. Adam Schefter reported it too. So don't just try to come at the sister because she because she black and she reported it first. No, the white dude reported it too. So put both of them out there. Don't y'all gotta stop this shit, man. Motherfucker gotta stop this shit, bro. You 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 see Jamel Hill, she got her paper from ESPN and dipped cause she she stood for something. Michael Smith, he stood for something. His gal, he he was riding for damn near a year. They ain't had that man on TV. Came to a settlement, now he doing his own thing somewhere else. And I guarantee you he gonna bounce back strong. It ain't about being on TV like like some people ego. I'm saying, man, I gotta be on TV, gotta be on TV. Like, nah, they gonna they gonna control their own narrative. So, yeah, y'all, y'all cones shucking and jiving on TV for that check. I'll be shame to y'all selves. I'll be shame to y'all selves, man. But you know, what people will do for money. You know what I'm saying? For the love of money. Y'all heard the OJs. If you hadn't, you need to check them out. But I'm going to move on from this subject. I'm going to end the show in a minute. We're going to be talking about the NCAA and the bullshit that went on with Memphis and James Wiseman. I'm going to be right back. It's the BTSE 365 Podcast. Yes, sir. Yo, if you're feeling this episode or any other episode, I want you to go ahead and hit that like button. And also, make sure you hit the subscribe button or the follow button. I don't care if you're listening to iTunes. Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, wherever it may be, show your boy some love. And hey, write a review too. You dig? Everybody needs them five stars out there. You hear me? I ain't just talking about Uber and Lyft. <laughs> hey, it's the BTSE 365 podcast. We got more coming up for you. You dig? Memphis 10, Memphis 10, what's happening? Look, check it out. If you out there and you looking for a new hairstylist, look no more. My good friends over at Hair Major got you covered. I'm talking, look, they got your natural hairstyles, your braids, your extensions, haircuts, shaves, and hair color. So, if you're on the ground, follow them right now. Hair Major, that's right, Hair, M-A-E, 
underscore J-O-R. Or if you want to book an appointment, go to hairmajor.as.me. That's hair, M-A-E-J-O-R, dot A-S, dot M-E. And if you're still just on the book, facebook.com forward slash hairmajor. Major spelled M-A-E-J-O-R. You will not, shall not be disappointed. And make sure when you book your appointment, let them know Big sent you. Now, I know I got a lot of Memphis listeners, so I know Memphis, Tennessee in the building. Hair Major, located in Cordova, Tennessee. Book your appointments today. Tell them Big sent you, man. I'm out. Peace. Alright, we back, we back, we back, we back, we back. We're gonna wrap up the show again, man. I really appreciate y'all rocking with me. But uh I had to I had to talk about this again, man. The NCAA handed down their violations or, or whatever, handed down the punishment for James Wiseman and the Memphis Tigers. Well, not for the Memphis Tigers as well, but for James Wiseman. He's suspended for I think it's what, twelve games. He sat out three, so it's a nine game suspension. He'll be back January. Uh, he'll miss the Tennessee game. He missed the Ole Miss game. He'll miss another game, but he won't miss a lot of conference play. And as I've been saying from the beginning of this whole thing, it's mighty funny how the NCAA picks and chooses the things that they're going to review and the people they're going to punish for certain stuff. I'm a North Carolina Tar Heel fan, but it was a time where, you know, Teachers had been outed as far as just giving people grades. It was fake classes and all that. You know, Rashad McCants shed a light on all that. A former Tar Heel, championship player. Um, but the NCAA didn't do nothing to him. We didn't get any postseason bans, anybody suspended, or none of that. Um, because they're one of those blue bloods. One of those, you know, top-tier programs. Calipari been known to do fucked up stuff for years. Memphis know. <laughs> they, they found that out firsthand. See, this is what they do. Kansas in the same situation uh, with, with violations and stuff like that. Like, people pick and choose. There's no reason why James Wiseman should not be playing right now. I don't give a fuck what the facts are, in, in my humble opinion. You, you cleared them back in May, but then somebody somewhere... Asked you to reopen it. And a lawyer, I was reading a report where a lawyer said that never happens. Unless it's somebody, you know, with some pool, with some rank. <coughs> Calipari. <coughs> Rick Barnes. You know, somebody like that. Somebody who's upset enough and got enough pull and power to say, hey, we, we want this to be reviewed. We don't think this happened right. That's bullshit. And it's only because it's Penny Hardaway in the University of Memphis. And it's slick and it ain't got nothing to do with the University of Memphis as much as it does Penny Hardaway. It damn sure ain't got nothing to do with James Wiseman. The fact that, you know, he chose Memphis over Kentucky didn't sit well with Calipari. I, I don't care what nobody say. And we gotta take we gotta take a closer look at the NCAA. You know, who who is the NCAA? Like, who who are they? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's supposed to be this non-profit organization. And, and it, it, it's, it's crazy. They were formed, uh, supposedly, convened the White House. The NCAA dates its information to two White House conferences. Convened by President Teddy Roosevelt in the early... 
20th century in response to repeated injuries and deaths in college football, which had prompted many colleges and universities to discontinue the sport. So, you know, too many people dying and getting hurt back then. Now, they originally were called the Intercollegiate Athletic Association of the United States, then it was a, it, which was officially established uh, in March of 1906, and then it took the present name of NCAA in 20, I mean, 1910. Um, supposedly, you know, amateurism and all that, because back then, you know, football and basketball wasn't as popular as track and field or whatever else they had, or rowing, you know, those, those non-Afro-dominated sports at the time. Uh, you know, I'm sure we probably had some that was out there killing it on the rowboat if they would have let them, but, you know, black folks weren't really fucking with their water still. And... It's like it grew and it grew and it grew and it grew and it became this monster and they still want to call it amateurism. But, you know, the NCAA ain't never been fair. Hell, women didn't get athletics in NCAA play until when? The 80s? Because at first it was the, the Association for Intercollegiate Athletics for Women. With like a thousand schools. The AIAW. And, and and so, you know, they started getting these T V contracts and they've been sued and man, they got they got sued in the forties, uh seventy seven, ninety eight, like sued by coaches, ninety nine, title nine violation, two thousand seven, two thousand thirteen, like back when they were selling these jerseys and stuff, like, come on, bro, these folks getting sued all the time and the structure of it is it's kind of, uh, they got a board of governors. Because remember, they're a non-profit organization who keep bringing in billions of dollars. And a lot of their TV contracts come from what? Marge Madness. Marge Madness. is You got a president, Mark Emmert, or whatever his name, Mark Emmert. He's been the president since 2010. And with these divisions, you got SEC, you got all these people got their own contracts, TV contracts. SEC Network, ACC Network, Big Ten Network, the Pac-12 Network. Like everybody got their own network, but the kids can't get no money. James Wiseman was scheduled is is fined eleven thousand five hundred dollars, and he can't use crowdfunding. It got to come from his parents to make the payments, or you got to make a payment plan, and your payments got to be on time. If they're not on time at the time, it's time for him to get reinstated. Then he can't play. So it ain't even a, a post-dated donation. No, bro, you got to pay this shit now. How you going to find a motherfucker that can't make money for himself? And then his parents, who you say got the money, which I ain't going to say who you say, his parents who had to get the money to get moved to Memphis, you want them to pay the money back? They already didn't have it, motherfucker. Now you want them to pay the money back. He, he ain't supposed to make no money from no autographs. He ain't supposed to make no money from no appearance. Fuck that. Somebody in Memphis going to give him the money. Curtis Givens. God damn it. Yo Gotti. God damn it. Young Dolph. Somebody. God damn it. Somebody give my boy the money down there. Give, get in contact with money bag. Yo, Zebo. Cut the check, pimp. Cut the check. Y'all was at the home visit. Cut the check, man. Going to get the money to his mama down. Don't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? Just go on and cut the check. He'll get it back to you next summer. Cut the check, man. 
y'all could check and quit playing, man, because they, they bullshitting. And I don't appreciate how they doing this, brother. And they only doing it because it's Penny Hardaway, and these coaches ain't got no juice, they ain't got no swag, they ain't got no type of nothing going for themselves. And they see this, this brother who uplifting his people down there in his community, where he come from. They see the sauce. They see the custom Louis V pennies on his feet. They see his team swagged out with, with Nike gear. They see they see the, the, the buzz in the city. They see that. They see these athletes flipping to go to Memphis. Why? Because he ain't got no juice. They ain't got no juice. He at home doing his thing. And he ain't no hoe. Penny ain't no hoe. He ain't somebody who just going to bag down and let y'all come at him like this. But... Y'all, y'all, okay. I'm done, cause I'm getting upset. I'm really getting, I'm, I'm getting upset. I'm, I'm just, I'm getting, I'm getting upset. I'm a little, I'm a little heated, because I know what they doing. They targeting the brother. They don't want him to come in there and fuck with their hierarchy. I didn't said this on another show before. If you watch the YouTube videos, I'm trying to tell, they don't want, they don't want Penny Hardaway in their club, boy. That's what it boiled down to. This is what it boils down to. They don't want him in there like that. They don't need him fucking with the, you know what I'm saying, with what they got going. Like, who? Anthony Hardaway. No, 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 no. Because every time you see a picture of them folks at these AAU games, these tournaments in the summer, EYL, Nike, Jordan, Clay, all that stuff, pinning right there. You see them them white dudes with they, with they uh, sweater vests on and, and button-down shirts and, and slacks, pinning in there in a hoodie, a damn T-shirt, foams on, Jordans on. You know what I'm saying? He swagged out and they can't stand it because they know when a black dude see that, a teenage boy see that, they like, he look like me. Oh, that's Penny Hardaway. Okay. I think I want to go play for them. Then you go into a city like Memphis. It's Memphis. You know, other coaches going, man, it's violent. There's violence everywhere. Then you get to play in the FedEx form. Get to meet celebrities and stuff from time to time. Nobody want to go to Lawrence fucking Kansas. Lawrence, Kansas? Lexington, Kentucky? I done been to Lexington a couple of times. I mean, you're young and black. Unless you just, uh, you know, whatever. I'm not going to say what I want to say. But I'm just saying, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, even uh, Durham, North Carolina. Tobacco Road. Like, you don't want to go there? You want to go to the M. <laughs> want to go to Bill. Get you some barbecue. Like, stop it, man. Stop it. Y'all y'all quit fucking with Penny, though, man. Y'all, these, these, they, they got to quit fucking with Penny. They just got to, man. I'm, I'm not a, a Memphis Tiger fan like that. Like I've already stated, I'm a Tar Heel fan. But I'm from West Tennessee. You know what I'm saying? Got a lot of ties to that city in Memphis. And I want to see them succeed. I want to see them win every game that they don't play against North Carolina. If they never have to play the Tar Heels, like if they play us in a championship game or something, hey, sorry, Memphis. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I want to see them win every game that they not playing us. That's just how, that's just how I roll. That's just how I roll. I'm a realist. I'm honest. So... That's all I got to say about this subject, man. And, and to everybody on TV that was that was bullshitting when it come to their wives and situation, y'all bogus too. And you know who you are. They know who they are. And um, oh yeah, I know it's holiday season. Shop with your boy. You can't see it right now, but uh, 
the Boo Boo Bears are coming soon, see? Who is the boy? I don't know the boy. But he playing like the Boo Boo. <laughs> Y'all can check out the good, the bad, the bad and, and the, the Boo Boo. All on the BTSE 365 podcast. BTSE 365. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man, the Boo Boo Bears coming soon. I got a couple of right now. They're going to be up for pre-order, so... Yeah, man. We working over here. We working. What y'all doing? Y'all be easy, man. The bear already the sun, the BTSE 365 for me. I'm going to drop that uh, up top one more time. I'm going I'm to I'm let my boy Legendary Spiller take me out for the day, man. Take take us out on this show for the day. Y'all be easy. Be blessed. Shout out to the three-point conversion, too. My boy Raphael down in Atlanta. Y'all seen the coverage of Kaepernick. A lot of those videos was coming from him. So, shout out to them down there in the A. Can't wait to link up with my people down there. Y'all be easy, man. Be safe. Peace. From up top, legendary spitter from up top. Bitch, I'm legendary spitter from up top. Legendary spitter from up top. Legendary spitter from up top. Bitch, I'm legendary spitter from up top. Legendary spitter from up top. Legendary spitter from up top. University Court 173. Legendary spiller, yeah. bitch ass me. me Up bitch. top on the court, number bad hoes, bad hoes. We were rockin' Reebok and Jabos Daddy was the bird man like Louise Me and my cash burning brothers, free BGs Big boy dice game, a thousand a bit Boosters used to be boutiques, I shot what shot me